Welcome to Rough Girl Turned Redeemed, a podcast where real, raw, and relevant truths on faith, marriage, and motherhood are discussed. I'm your host, Stephanie Holbrook, just another Rough Girl Turned Redeemed. Let's jump in. Hey, ladies, I'm so excited to share Kelsey with Loving Our Lord. Let's go ahead and jump in. You're over at lovingourlord.com, so tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Okay, so uh, I am... We, my husband and I live in a very, very small town in Northeast Kansas, and I am a former, former English language arts teacher. I taught for almost 10 years, um, and I'll tell Leah a little bit more about that later, uh, before I felt like God was calling me to step down from that position. And so now I am a stay-at-home mom, and we have five kids, ages um, 13, 9, 7, 4, and 5 months. I love it. And I know your children are absolutely beautiful. And so is baby asleep right now? Did we get him down for a nap? He is. He is zonked out. Wow. And my four-year-old is distracted by the iPad. So hopefully All it'll right. be a quiet call. <laughs> if not, that is okay. This is real life. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about, you said that you were an English lit and then you felt the Lord calling you out of that. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I loved teaching. I loved the classroom. Obviously I love to write and teaching my students to write. I, I loved that too. That was, that was one of my favorite parts of the English classroom. Uh, and for two years, probably maybe even three, ever since probably my, my third child was born, we, my husband and I were kind of like, oh man, I don't know, you know, should I, should I quit and stay at home? Um, but that, that discussion just went on and that's all it was, was a discussion. We just kept talking about it and, um, discussing it, but we didn't take any action. And for, for probably two years then, we felt really strongly that God was saying, you need to let this go. You need to, to give up your classroom. But it was so incredibly scary and it felt very crazy because at that point, you know, we had three kids and uh, both my husband and I were teachers. So um, it was just like, I don't know financially if we can do this, if this is a good idea and why would I give up something that, that I love so much? And uh, then the, the last year I was pregnant with my fourth and we started talking about the spring again and whether or not I was going to continue or put in my resignation. And we just both really felt God saying, let it go. Um, and again, it was hard because we were then going to be a family of six on one teacher's salary. And that just didn't seem that didn't seem possible. That didn't seem like a good idea Logically, it just doesn't feel like it made much sense. Uh, but God doesn't always deal with us logically. He deals with us with faith, you know, believing in what you can't see and trusting that he's going to to catch you when you take a leap of faith. And so I turned in my resignation that spring, not because necessarily we were having a fourth child, but because God asked me to. And because he said, I've got something else for you. Uh, and he didn't tell me what it was. I still am not 
quite sure I've totally discovered it. Um, but he said, leap first, and then, then I'll, then I'll start revealing some details. Yes. And so, you know, I love how you, how you're saying that because, you know, me and my husband, when he first started this business, which is a ready mix plant that we have, um, I was actually working at an orthodontist office and I loved my job, loved my job. I loved the people. And then my, my, my income, like what I was making was all we were living off of with two babies because when he first started the business, it was just, when he took it over, it was just in the ditch. Like he was not bringing home any paycheck. And he came home one day and was like, I need you to come to work with me at the plant. I need you to batch because I need to be in a truck. And I was like, are you crazy? You ain't brought home no money. (laughs) What are we going to do? But it was just, and when we told our family, you know, that I was going to leave the only place of income that we had so that I could work. Like they were all like, are you crazy? Like, are y'all crazy? And it was just like, no, we just, we got to have faith. Either we're going to fall on our face or God's going to pick it, you know, Either way it goes, God's got to help us. He's got to either pick us up or <laughs> or yeah. either catch us when we jump. So I love how you said that. Now you said I love how you said you you aren't clear. So yeah, and and that's just part of it. And I think maybe partially that could be because I know sometimes if I tell my children what all it is to include in doing a project or a tour or something, they get overwhelmed and then they don't do it. They just freeze. So it could like part of that, I think some of that is, is God is kind of protecting us by not telling us the details because he knows how frail we are and how overwhelmed we get. But tell me a little bit more. So you resign and then what? Yeah. Um, Yeah. First of all, that's such such, that just really hit me. You know, that idea of God not giving us the details because it might overwhelm us because, yeah, that's so good. Um, yeah, so I resigned and then, uh, it actually, I was trying to brainstorm and I was really, I struggle with control. I am very much a control person, very much a planner. So I was trying to kind of take things into my own hands and I was brainstorming all these different ways I could try to, you know, earn a little income from home and do these different things. And, um, I had had my baby, we had uh, her in September, and I was reading our newspaper one day, and uh, there was a, a classified ad kind of thing that said a local business was going to quit. Uh, she had done, she was a catering business, but she also made uh, freezer meals to sell um you know, she would make them up, stick them in the freezer, and then she would sell them um, from her home. And yeah. I thought, well, maybe this is something I could do. And so my husband got home and in the ad, she had said, you know, let me know. I'd love to help someone get started with this because I'm not going to do the freezer meal portion. I'm just doing the catering. And so my husband got home. We kind of talked about it. And the whole theme of of this, what I've been going through is, is God calls me to crazy. I really think he does. Ah! Um, <laughs> The idea of me starting a business felt very crazy. Um, I have no business experience. I love to cook. I'm not like trained or anything, but I love it. And uh, anyway, short, long story short, through um, inspections and a lot of help from this woman who was, you know, kind of passing the baton, I ended up opening my own business from my basement uh, in a state certified kitchen, state licensed kitchen. And um, I did that while my baby was at home. 
during her nap times and, and different things like that. And it was a wonderful opportunity, helped, um, you know, it didn't bring in a ton of money at all, really, um, but it was it was a ministry for me. I got to cook for, for some really, really sweet people. Um, I often helped out with, you know, new moms or uh, people who had cancer. I got to cook for them. And it was it was really a privilege to be able to to help in that way. Um, and I still have that business. I'm not sure where God's leading me with that. I haven't, it hasn't been active since my fifth was born because he's just requiring a lot of his mom. Uh, so it hasn't been, been too active, um, but, but I still do have that. So God provided there um, with that opportunity. I never, ever would have picked that for me. Um, so that was just really cool to see God work in all of that. And then, of course, the writing thing, too. I started to focus a lot more on that and to just be more intentional about writing on my blog and submitting to um, other websites like Her View from Home. And um, yeah, he's still like there's just so much that he's working together that, like you said, the details I didn't know before. But when he said, I've got something else for you. Now I can see step by step what all of that else was. And you, okay, so do you have you ever heard of Chicken Salad Chick? No. Okay, she started like that. Yeah. Oh. Um, but actually, yes, this is an amazing story. Actually, so when whenever we get done, and if baby's still asleep, I highly encourage you to go and check out that story. I know it's. It, She's got a lot of different uh, little places here in Alabama. Um, she started in Auburn, but it was along the same line. Like, y'all's story is very similar, except she was a single mom. Um, oh. But I love how you love to cook, and God opened the door for this. Mm-hmm. But what I love even more is, like, such a picture of Christ. Because like you said, like, it's not just cooking. Like, that's a ministry for you because yes. you are, you are reaching people like Jesus did. Jesus fed people. Like, he didn't just, you know, throw money at them and, and walk on. Like, he, mm-hmm. he dined with them, you know. And I can just imagine probably, like, I, I'm just picturing you in your, your little kitchen because I know you've got it down in the basement. Uh-huh. And I can just see you praying over that food as you're oh, preparing yes. it for those people. And I, I just, I love it. So tell me a little bit, what does obedience and trust, like what was, what was the scripture that you was really holding on to through that? Yeah. Um, well, first of all, just obedience, that idea of obedience growing up and really up some of my adult years too, to me, obedience was you follow the 10 commandments, you do what you're told you know, that kind of idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't until like I truly surrendered my life to Christ that I really understood that obedience means following his will every day. It means trusting that his way is better than yours and doing what you're told. It's it's action behind it. You know, there's there's a verse, I, I, I think it's Hebrews in Hebrews, but be doers of the word, not hearers only. And I think that that is really important. And one one scripture that kind of it was really crucial to the decision was finally making the decision for me to resign was um, the verses about abide in me, you know, and you will produce fruit. Because I realized that as we kept year after year discussing whether or not I should quit, we we knew we were completely confident that God was calling me to resign from my job, but. It was just too scary. It was too crazy to do. And um, when I read those verses, I realized I wasn't abiding in Christ because I wasn't being obedient. I wasn't following the 
plans that he put on my heart and the risks that he was asking me to take. I was too scared to do it. And so um, those verses and just that idea of if I abide in him, he's going to produce fruit within my life. And, and he has. He has been faithful to that in so many different ways through the business, through my writing, through other opportunities that I've had. Um, never in my wildest dreams would I have thought that I would be sitting here talking to you on a podcast. <laughs> never. So he's just right. Yeah, he's just, he, he really does that. He he. He does some crazy stuff, uh, but yeah. go ahead, continue. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. It's yeah. So that, that was really, you know, important. I think to me, um, that just idea of, of abiding in him. And it's, it's hard because sometimes, like we said, we can't quite figure out what his will is or what he's asking us to do. So prayer is so important. Seeking, you know, counsel from others, asking other people, not, not putting your, your, your total faith in what they're telling you to do. But I think it's still important to talk through things with people that you trust and um, you know will provide sound, uh, you know, Christ-like advice, I guess. Yes, good godly counsel. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I love how you said don't rely completely on what they say. Okay. Mm -hmm. I recently had some headshots done, and I posted one of them. And a dear friend of ours from way back when um, – just from looking at it, he was like, I feel like it's you are supposed to run for city council mm -hmm. or, or some kind of a politic thing. And I'm like, no, you know, mm, I really feel like God is telling me to do something else. Well, of course, he kept pushing and it, it, it just it, it boiled down to I had to tell him, you know, sometimes I've learned I've learned in the past that sometimes it's best to say no to something that is good and noble mm -hmm. so that you can say yes to something that is better. Mm -hmm. um, and and for me, even though like, yes, bringing peace and justice to my, my hometown here in, in Selma is a good and noble thing. That's not what I'm called to do. That is not mm -hmm. that is not my purpose. And I, I would yeah. not be perfect for that. I'm perfect for my purpose, just like you are perfect for your purpose. But we don't reach that until we have that obedience and trust that we can say, OK, God knows what he's doing. OK, yeah. I can trust and be obedient in what he's calling me into. So I do want to ask you this. Now that you've 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 shown that you were obedient, you stepped out on faith. Normally there is all there's well always there's going to be some kind of resistance. There's going to become there's going to be a moment where you're kind of questioning. Okay, well did I hear right? Like okay, what's mm -hmm. going on? Is God still there? So can you kind of share maybe an instance where that has that had happened, and then yeah. what you did? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean definitely, and it's and it's a continual surrender process. You know, I thought, okay, God, here you go. I gave you this job. I resigned. Like, I'm done with this. Like, you're done calling me to do these crazy things. But, like, it doesn't stop. That's just that's just a step in the journey. And he's going to continue to pull you out of your comfort zone and to, you know, place new steps in front of you that you're going to have to fight and struggle to surrender again. So I think that's part of it. It's like once you, once you say, okay, God, I'll do it for you, like, that's not it. There's more to it. But, you know, I mean, the, the budgeting side of things, that was definitely hard, especially at first when we had to, you know, just to, to one income and we had to say no to some things. Um, and there were, you know, that was hard to do. But in every situation he provided and we did make sacrifices and, you know, we didn't have TV 
We had no Netflix, no, no cable, no nothing. We had a, an antenna um, that we could get some local channels on once in a while if the wind was blowing the right way, <laughs> you know? Oh, um, girl. And, you know, it is so funny that you said that. Okay, so I have got four children. Uh-huh. And when my second one was born, my husband and my oldest, who was three at the time, they would always fight over the remote. You know, like daddy would want to watch, you know, grown up shows. Well, of course, Sam Maria, she would want to watch uh-huh. the cartoons and stuff. And I got sick of it. I got so sick of it. I cut it off. Y'all, listeners, we have not gone back since. My, my who was in three, she is now 10 years old. I don't regret it, not one bit. Now, uh-huh. we did dabble in Netflix last year, and I, 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 it made me uncomfortable because I couldn't really monitor what mm-hmm. they were watching. So, I cut that off, too. So, we, we don't have anything. We got DVDs and VHS and Antenna <laughs> TV, and my children are uh-huh. fine. They ain't missing anything. <laughs> <laughs> just with you saying that like yeah we had to we had to cut back we had to cut back on on some of those those extra things but you never went without what you needed you may not have had always what you wanted but but you didn't go without without what you needed right yes yes yeah and when God calls you to to do something it's not like oh I'm gonna do this and because God told me to do this it's gonna be easy it's still gonna be hard work it's still gonna require sacrifice it's still gonna be scary but there's such peace in knowing that that's what God wanted you to do. I, I don't know. I, I love, we love Christian music. And uh, Toby Mac has a song, um, Beyond, Way Beyond Me. I don't know if that's the exact title of it, but that's the, the chorus or the, the key lines there. And um, basically it just, it, some of the lyrics is, uh, it says, um, you call me to waters a little too deep. Oh, I've never been so aware of my need. You keep on making me see it's way beyond me and and that it's out of my league. And that song, just every time I heard it, I would almost burst into tears leading up to when we were trying to make this decision, because I knew that was God saying this is beyond you, but not me. I've got it. And the day that I went in to turn in my resignation, I went to the superintendent's office and turned in my resignation. And he and I talked for a little bit and had a good conversation. And I got back out in my car and that song played. And... (sighs) Yeah, it was it was just such like reassurance. Okay, yes, God, I know that this is what you want me to do, and I know it's beyond me. I don't know what's coming next, but but you're there. He knows how weak we are, and just mm-hmm. how he's such a good loving father, and he's just kind of like you know rubbing your back, like it's okay, sweetie. I haven't forgot mm-hmm. you. I promise it's gonna be okay. You're not gonna regret leaning on me. <laughs> yes, yes, no doubt. So tell me a little bit about what, share with our listeners, what is a little bit that you write about over on Loving Our Lord? Yeah, so I I pretty much, I just, I write about what God's teaching me in my life. Uh, you know, I grew up and I was more religion focused than relationship focused as, as a child and as a youth and even a young adult. And so now uh, I'm, I'm learning what it means to to involve Christ in my everyday life and and listen to him and kind of see his lessons in everything I do. And and so I like to, to just share what he's teaching me 
basically. Anything that I put on my page is either because it's something that I am going through or I feel like God has given me this message and says, hey, somebody needs to hear this today. And and so I, I write about that. But a lot of it is stuff that I learn from, you know, watching my own kids or just, you know, experiences. It's, it is not a parenting place. If you want to know how to be a good parent, please do not go there. <laughs> Me and you both, girlfriend. Me and you both. We're just surviving here. I don't, I don't even know what I'm doing. Yes, yes. But but those kids, they teach me so much. And they teach me so much on, about how to rely on the Lord. And he just he just speaks through them. And, and so, um, yeah, I, I write about that a lot. And about, you know, my own, I've got a lot of my own struggles with surrender and controlling things and and just how to live daily with with Christ and and to build that relationship. Well, listeners, if you haven't, I highly encourage you to go over to Loving Our Lord. Give it a like and a follow. Kelsey, thank you so much for coming on. And I can't wait to have you back on because I, I personally, I learned a lot in this episode. So I definitely am going to have you back on. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. It's so good to talk and just, yeah, talk about these things. It's always good when we get to sit down and even if not face to face we get to talk about what God's doing in our lives and encourage each other absolutely all right ladies that's it for now we'll see y'all back next Tuesday for another episode of rough girl turned redeemed until next time